I say this every episode, but I genuinely don't know where to begin the conversation with Freebirds. There's so many access points, and yet it's such a walled-off film. I felt like I was kept from knowing its heart over the course of its 90-minute runtime. Every time I thought I had true sight, um, my vision was obfuscated by some some cloud or unforeseen development. I, I think when we were talking about when we were talking about Dracula two thousand, mm-hmm. um, we talked about um, the various or the the point at which we all felt like it kind of like we got on board, and then our interest just kind of tapered off from that point. This one was like a roller coaster ride. Truly, every fifteen minutes, I was Me like, <laughs> I am fucking done with this film. I am so so upset at forcing myself to watch something so mediocre and then they would introduce some absolute (laughs) bug nuts left turn did anybody know before they watched this movie that the film free birds with owen wilson as a turkey is about time travel no no idea did know you knew that (laughs) well i look i just remember this trailer coming out and everyone feeling like they they had been dared to watch it somehow <laughs> like i i remember i don't remember what forum it was but a, like people had a challenge that was like watch this trailer and i dare you to tell me what this movie is about mm. i dare you to tell me the plot of this movie and <laughs> one of us is going to have to recap it at That's some point That's true and i don't know how we do it it's like they wrote a whole movie through Quiplash. It's not just about turkey. It's not just about Thanksgiving. It's about it's about the space-time continuum and the svelte white feathers of Amy Poehler's turkey body. <laughs> it is about a bunch of pretty well-animated turkeys and a bunch of mm-hmm. sub-thumb-thumb men inexplicably furious at the concept of turkeys. It's about tired celebrities getting that check. I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking, I said, hey, Owen, you awake? Are you awake? I said, whoa, he... He must have cared enough to do the film, but he forgot he had to actually finish it. (laughs) Woody Harrelson read all of his lines with the (laughs) conviction of somebody who doesn't know that Mac photo booth is on and recording him instead of taking a picture in the Andy Warhol filter. (laughs) It was like, it felt like he was, he had to convince his niece. That he was enjoying this game. Do you know? Oh, like he no. And he did it, and he convinced her, but I'm watching from the outside, and I know he's not having a good time. <laughs> you know? What, a, what an interesting film. Did I cry? Of course I did. Once. Wait, wait. <laughs> huh? What, did you get, like, stung by a bee incidentally during the movie? Whole swarm of them? There was a big emergency over here. <laughs> It was literally, I'll get into that later, but the main point is, is like, this wasn't very good, but I still laughed a few times and was mostly disappointed. I, hi everybody, welcome to Dead Horse, oh, a true. podcast usually about <laughs> under-discussed film franchise, but for the holidays we're switching to under-discussed uh Single entries, um, and we're here today talking about the Thanksgiving movie Free Birds, um, which exists and can be viewed. You can watch it for free, and it's the first time for me. What? Wait, shit, was this available for free? Oh, yeah, it's on Netflix. No, oh, no, I paid four dollars for free. <laughs> Buddy, I thought I told the group chat it you was on did, Netflix. Uh, you sure, you sure, dude, but you know, you didn't. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> you forgot to re-remind him. <laughs> yes, this is in many ways on you. <laughs> I forgot to I forgot to plug in the ADHD filter setting. Yeah, uh, the the generosity that I wish people would give me that I need to be giving other people. Yeah, people don't pity me enough for for my ADHD, and I just that's all I want is just <laughs> some real pity and sorrow. So yeah, yeah. Um, like whenever I can't find my wallet, I want everyone I'm holding up to just be like, "It's okay." Me too. <laughs> that's what I want. I I wish that was more of a joke than it was. Oh <laughs> I know. It's not the truth. I do want like a whole group of people whose plans i am definitely having an impact on just going like it's okay little guy so you started a podcast (laughs) a choir of adult pity is just like "Mm." so free birds owen wilson's a turkey and he sure is he's scared he's he's so scared about what's gonna happen to him um and you think that the movie is going to be basically uh, chicken run with turkeys for a second. Because the first five minutes are definitely like, oh, they're going to eat us. And all the other chickens are like, we don't believe you. Um, and But then in the first of the many like um, Bong Joon-ho style genre defying twists, uh, <laughs> Owen Wilson is the turkey who the president um, who is... Every president uh, played at 25% speed layered into one horrible looking man. He is pardoned, starts living with the president, which I don't believe is what happens, but maybe they did their research and I didn't do mine. I don't know. Um, Until Woody Harrelson finds the Owen Wilson turkey. They get in a time machine. They go back to the first Thanksgiving and there's a dude at the first Thanksgiving who hates turkeys. He does not like them, I'll tell you that much. If I said that he liked them, I'd be lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, voiced by the great Colmini, um, they're trying to stop the first Thanksgiving from happening. Um, and also, fuck uh, Amy Polar turkeys. Um, this is a late record. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty good. It's pretty much they they're on a journey to change and and save all turkeys for all of time by changing the first Thanksgiving. Is is it going to be free is freebirds what beats us? That seems that no, seems no, wrong. No, we got this. We can do this. That I know seems we got exactly this. right. This is the exact <laughs> movie to break us. Like we watched all of these movies that even if they were bottom of the barrel had some sort of like really interesting compelling kind of like cultural context something about the filmmaker something about like the audience that absorbed it this is a feature film adaptation of facebook stickers best as (laughs) i can tell um it's uh the most noteworthy things about this movie are that it has uh the very first chuck e cheese movie promotional tie-in um and that by all accounts this movie shouldn't be boring it shouldn't be but it kind of is like there's a million things in this movie that seem like really like inspired and madcap and weird and there are moments where i was like okay someone someone got away with something on this um Mm. but a lot of it just feels like um like, like you are being gaslit into having to accept that this is a real movie. That yeah. this is a real animated movie just like DreamWorks makes. It felt like a weird hero's journey. Like every beat yeah. I knew I was supposed to recognize, but it all felt off. It all felt, it felt like an off-brand movie, you know? <laughs> like everything yeah. was just like c or b minus like nothing and 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 i think the actors phoned absolutely everything in everyone was just fucking out cold when they were recording (laughs) there was no heartbeat beneath any of it so i just was so bored watching it even though cool things were happening and like we're like you were saying peach the the premise is fucking captivating i mean these turkeys are flying through time (laughs) change thanksgiving it's a vegan's dream and yet Mm -hmm. i'm i don't i didn't buy it shocking and (laughs) it was just 
uh, uninspired, you know? There, yeah. It was uninspired and f- fucking... It was like a little bit of crazy town in an improv scene. That's... Yeah. yeah. I. It did feel like very, very improvised. To use another turn of phrase I feel like I use pretty often on this show, it really did feel like somebody put a gun to a guy's head and said, make make a kid's movie. Um, and just this guy, very stressed out, like plucked half-remembered conversations and bits from every like computer-animated uh, movie he had seen in the past decade and wove them into a barely feature-length uh, turkey time <laughs> machine movie. <laughs> like, I... So the actual machinations of the plot took me by surprise every time because they're just so out there. But I found myself with about 75% accuracy predicting every single joke. Because just about every joke is some variation on the like watered-down weedonisms that now pass for jokes in the 2010s. Like, um, Owen Wilson's gonna say, like, we can't just follow the map to the thing. And I was like, they're gonna cut to the map and there's going to be a clearly route, clearly marked route to the thing. And he's like, oh! And yeah, no, this is exactly what fucking happened. I kept sending... I kept sending PJ voice memos about what I thought was going to happen 30 minutes away from where I was currently. And there was one where I fucking nailed it. (laughs) Um, Just trying to set up this bit is going to, I think, put you in our mindsets. But um, so the Woody Harrelson turkey has invaded the first, has invaded Plymouth's gunpowder storage. (laughs) And has accidentally left a trail of gunpowder to the turkey's underground hideout. They light it on fire, and, you know, the the fire follows the trail of gunpowder into, like, the big turkey town hall. And 30 minutes earlier, I had said, Owen Wilson is going to say, You led them right to us! <laughs> <laughs> What is, what is that 65-year-old Owen Wilson you have going on there? No, that's like how he sounded. He sounded so tired and old in this, even though he's fully younger. I know, God. It, he, like, just very briefly was Benjamin Buttoned. He did this movie so he could so he could afford being unbuttoned. He was just so, yeah. Yeah, a lot of it was completely like i like i could have written this like there's just so much about it that was um cut and pasty um Mm. and they were relying on the 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 wildness that it's turkeys and that it's time travel to take care of the rest though there was like really no chemistry or true inspiration to this film there were some funny things like there were some funny images and stuff but at the end of the day, I this movie is like really forgettable. Mm-hmm. PJ, uh, oh sorry, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. It sounded like you were passing the ball. I was gonna say, PJ, let me speak for fucking once. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to yeah, talk but... about John Debney for twenty minutes. <laughs> no, no, Pull out a was... newspaper. Get comfy. <laughs> that was a bit. I've been I know, I know. I've what were you going to ask me? What were driving you this tuk-tuk at 15 miles an hour <laughs> down the road of this, the eventual end. Will we outlast in this runtime the film Freebirds? I don't think so. Okay, but Freebirds is fucking long, okay? Is it not? It's I got to the enough. halfway point of this thing and was like, oh, it's interesting. They want to tie it up with some emotional resonance. And then I, I checked to see how long it was, and I was like, oh, whoops, fucking jokes. There's a whole other half of this fucking movie left. I have a question for Becky, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you told us, as eyeliner goes directly into my cornea, this yeah, episode is fucking slinging wood, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> For the listener at home, fucking packing in. We're Mark have, Wahlberg at the end of Boogie Nights. <laughs> I have what must be, just based on how it's feeling, uh, a tablespoon of eyeliner <laughs> that has gone directly into my pupil. 
Okay. It's, it's found the, the hole in my eye. Jake Kenji Lopez alt eyeliner recipe was <laughs> I'm just gonna cover one eye here. You're Becky, it be me, Pirate Peach. You you be babysitting a baby that watched the film Freebirds. You're be telling us about it. My eye feels like fucking shite right now. Take Yar. whatever you want. <laughs> Take, take whatever you want. I'll talk about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I... <laughs> I, have, I have a really bad headache. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't going to bring it up. I was just going to try it. <laughs> no, no. This is helping... This will help. <laughs> this is a smart film podcast. We really get into the semiotics of screenwriting and filmmaking. Cinema, the collective waking dream. Um, I need to stand up for a second because I think I'm going blind. They said that with their eyes completely closed. <laughs> All three of us, let me tell you, we we get into that movie theater and fucking, what is it, 1890? We would have run screaming from that fucking train. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it bang that's in your eye? Is it what? It looks like your bang is completely in your eyeball. Like, yeah, does that help? No, it wasn't the bang that got in there. It was uh, it was makeup, and from the feeling of it, possibly gunpowder. Actually, <laughs> you let him right to us. <laughs> so Becky, the child. Yes. So I nanny these two boys, and I was told that this movie. I was like, I wish there were any Thanksgiving movies. I said aloud. We're walking, we're talking. They said, uh, ever heard of Freebirds? <laughs> Idiot. And they told me about it. I was like, wait, is that a Thanksgiving movie? And they were like, yeah. And they, th- they thought I was so dumb that I didn't know about it. And I was. I would never heard about it. And I'm not also not smart, but that's, like, separate. So Wrong. I said, hey, y'all, we got to do this film. Um, because I've never heard of it. And I don't. I don't know of any other purely Thanksgiving films, and the idea of anything Chicken Run esque is very appealing to me. Oh yeah. So I was really let down. <laughs> yeah, and it does itself no favors by ha- by setting up the conflict as an essentially Chicken Run one because mm-hmm. Chicken Run is a movie pretty much without flaw in my eyes. I fucking oh, yeah. love Chicken Run. Per- and a it- perfect movie, truly. And one hundred percent. The time travel in this movie, although my incredulity runs out and then I'm like bummed about it, you know, like at first it's like sort of like, it's like, whoa, oh, this is fucking crazy. Like that's sort of fun. And then I'm like, this doesn't help. I don't know. It just didn't help and it wasn't earned and everything happened so fast. When he's discovered by Woody Harrelson's character, Jake, and then like they like, are like the, he's called to the hero's journey i'm just like i found it weird that jake was alone i found it weird that they had a at plymouth they had like a competitive turkey for jake to like <laughs> jake and ranger like i thought a lot of the dynamics were forgettable and or just like the beats were incorrect they didn't feel right to me um yeah. and uh besides like generally being uninspired my biggest qualm with this movie is that they totally miss out on cool time travel shit. They go back and change so much. A fucking pilgrim sees them jet away in a spaceship. The, he sees these turkeys and he's like, "Ah, yeah, magical birds!" And like, that would that not change the very? Would that not change all of history forever? Would there not be like gods based on turkeys, et cetera, et cetera, or at least devils or something? And then when Owen Wilson goes into the future when he's like down on his luck, the only thing he sees is himself four times to make a bunch of bad jokes, and we don't see any like ramifications for time travel which is like the most fun part of time travel movies in my opinion is to see what your actions mm -hmm. caused and we don't Mm -hmm. see like a world built on turkeys and like doom and destruction that he has to go back and save we just see him in a nice yard 
go, <laughs> you gotta go back. You're an idiot. <laughs> PJ, uh, this is what I meant to ask you all back. I'm so sorry. Um, but just from the tone and timbre of your text messages, I think <laughs> it, 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 would it be fair to say that you have like a little bit more of a mixed, less fundamentally depressed opinion about this movie or that you like are still like trying to dig for some stuff in there that we may have given up on that's a great question i'm totally digging for stuff i don't know i don't know how the fuck you make this movie and make it boring um but they really did find a way i think there are there are kernels of really really fun animation and visual humor um and there are um, handfuls of jokes where, where you could see that someone uh, went home from work that day and was like, hey, honey, I got a, I got a joke I was like 60% of the way proud of into the script for Freebirds. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to be working on it for the next five years, so who knows if it'll get into the movie by then. It's, uh, it's the year 2009, and right now the movie is called Time Turkeys, so who knows? I'm going to starve to death. Um, there was... <laughs> Look, there are stretches of this movie that are fucking cool with me. There are stretches of this movie that can they can hang. Um, the section where um, Reggie the pardoned turkey is living at Camp David um, with any number of like Saudi and Israeli prime ministers like coming in and out uh, to talk about like the islands that they've gone to with the president together. But in one room, God damn it! In one room, there is a turkey who's just chilling hard, eating pizzas, and getting excited about how much he loves pizza. And during that stretch of the movie, I was about uh, as happy as I've been during my whole adult life, which was to say that I, I kind of half smiled for a second there. Um, but no, I I really wish there were there were more to this movie. I think the fun of talking about it comes from one how insane it is and two it kind of it kind of gives us like a like a like a playground to just like just talk about thanksgiving i mean on i, w- I want to talk about the thanksgiving of it all but just for a second the president of the united states of america um has been developing a time travel machine that is being kept underground at Camp David for them to go and use it for the very first time. Um, they don't tell us what for. And and I can't think of anything that the American government would do with a time travel machine that makes me feel good. Maybe they were going back to stop the first Thanksgiving. That w- I think that would have been cool. I think that's a noble goal. Their main, their main f- concern is exclusively just getting turkeys removed from the rotation other than that they're okay with history just like going as planned i kept waiting for it to go like completely bananas uh Mm. and for jake to be like come on reggie we've got to go back in time we've got to annihilate the continent of europe or (laughs) or, you know something like that who knows what it could have been um turkey told me what was gonna happen to archduke ferdinand (laughs) Wait a second, I think we lost Becky. Oh, yeah. Becky, you there? Can you hear us? I, I thought that was just Becky's did not like that riff face and was just <laughs> kind of holding it for a second. Well, there. it might be. <laughs> I wonder what the president was going to do with the time machine. Do you think he was going to go back and stop the civil rights movement? <laughs> Hard to say. <laughs> oh, that was a, originally in the script. It was supposed to be John Kerry, and he'd go back in time so that he never got on that swift boat. <laughs> wait, wait, the film Freebird is completely unchanged, except for the president is explicitly John Kerry. <laughs> oh, hey, there you are. Hey, buddy, you missed not a thing. Mm-hmm. Great. We talked about our favorite John Kerry moments. Oh, too many. The, uh, the president. Ten-minute YouTube movie. compilation. John Kerry funny moments. Sorry. <laughs> John Kerry orgasm compilation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you all last five straight, seconds playing this straight game. Straight to it. <laughs> um, Kerry, Kerry's best nuts. Um, I was. I was. 
top ten characters. I you wouldn't believe what Howard Dean's nuts sound like. <laughs> he's, he's just he's just hollering, and I think it's great. I think it's great for him to to feel joy and for him to feel beautiful and for him to kind of honor it and to record it and kind of stuff like that. And we um, got it, clap, huh? Rem- remember <laughs> when uh, the biggest gaffe a president could do would be like when when Dan Quayle thought Squirt was pee. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it Becky, is, did you say it we is, need to though. clap? <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. I'm just being honest. Okay. Dan Quayle squirt pee compilation. I'm not an idiot. I know squirt is pee. <laughs> One hour compilation HD. There's just someone defending themselves. I already know that. <laughs> Dead horse squirt riff reaction. Real. (laughs) All right. Three, two, one. Ellen Selby destroys dead horse. (laughs) Um, I was uh, I was reading about this movie, and and there's some stuff that's that's kind of interesting. Um, this is um, there was a while where this studio relativity media um which was a a production group that eventually started becoming their own distribution wing um before it went horribly fucking bankrupt three years ago (laughs) um but for a while they were just a production company that produced a lot of like studio comedies and stuff like that for universal and sony but real fx animation um is an animation house that has done mostly like contract work so say like um, Sony Pictures Animation is the head of say like the open season straight to DVD sequels, but Real FX Animation is doing a lot of the actual like animation therein. Um, they mm. also did a lot of commercials. They did the um, Simpsons 3D ride at Universal. They did uh, Scoob, um, which I don't know anyone that liked it, but they've got. They've got great animators, and this was their first venture into doing, like, a feature. And so this was something that people worked on for, like, years and years. There was this guy, Ash Brannon, who was supposed to direct it. He was a co-director on Toy Story 2. He went on to do Surf's Up, which is, in IMO, quite good, as, as madcap animated bird CGI comedies go. Um, it ended up going to a guy named Jimmy Hayward, who... Um, was one of the earliest animators at Pixar, goes on to direct uh, Horton Hears a Who for Blue Sky, um, directed the Jonah Hex movie, which I haven't seen. Um, I have. Have you? Yeah, let me tell you what, it suffers from, that's so interesting, because it suffers from the exact same problem that Becky talked about, where it's just quite clearly, like, you just expect something to like the the lunacy of it to in some way be momentous or, or like in inviting or something but it's just so sad by the end <laughs> well great <laughs> no that's that's what i had kind of what i'd kind of heard about it um he's a fine fine animator um and you know, you, you have to be working your ass off for, like, decades to do that. I mean, he was directing... He wasn't directing episodes of Reboot, but he was an animator on them when he was, I want to say, like, 19. Wow. Um, Jimmy Hayward was, like, a pretty, like, prodigious guy. Um, mm-hmm. And they were they were working on this Turkeys movie for a really, really long time. They weren't sure about it for a while because, on the one hand, it seems like there's an opening for someone to make a definitive Thanksgiving movie about turkeys. Um, But people get nervous about it because the assumption is that it doesn't do well overseas. Um, Mm -hmm. And also the, the only conversation that this movie generated when it came out in 2013, which I think it was supposed to come out in 2014. And then they rushed the release of it when a DreamWorks animated movie called Peabody and the Peabody and Sherman movie that they did. That got moved mm-hmm. to March, and so they 
raced to get it done. Maybe that's why the humans look like that. I don't know. Um, but for the longest time, they insisted that, like, because this is an American-only holiday, it won't do well overseas. The only conversations that people had about it were the occasional weird think piece asking if it's an anti-Thanksgiving movie. Um, <laughs> and And look, man, there's a reason that there aren't a lot of thanksgiving movies i think one of them is that it's yeah it's a domestic holiday um with origins that no one is enthusiastic about like at all Mm -hmm. um and and every let me go off about it a little bit for a second every aspect of thanksgiving is something that you are coerced into whether it is your relationship with food or the country that you live in or your family you are coerced into all of it and the closest mm-hmm. they can get to making a movie about that is about how turkeys don't want to die, and they found a fucking way to make it boring. Just like, I mean, this is kind of just saying stuff that y'all have said a different way, but what this movie really needed was that one, like, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror uh, episode energy where Homer keeps accidentally killing different dinosaurs and comes back and everybody has like snake tongues and shit. Like (laughs) if they had kept up the bouncing between or had more shenanigans, um, time travel related, like what if they, what if, what if Reggie came back with a fucking gun, you know, like like something like that or (laughs) the pizza bit, was close to being something. Um, the conflict is solved by Reggie coming back in time and bringing a bunch of pizza that everybody eats instead of turkeys. Um, and that's that's almost something. But then you, I don't, I don't fucking know. Any, I, it's like trying to grab fog in your hands. Any take <laughs> I have on this movie. What's insufferable about me is I'm gonna go ahead and say cheese is violent too. <laughs> In our our sequel, we're going to get some cows, we're going to throw them in a big old egg, and it's going to zoop through time, and then they're going to go, pizza, try a rice noodle, you know? I just, (laughs) I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's hard for me to watch a half solution. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> yeah, free free birds too is about cows, and then they exit <laughs> they exit a big egg at a baseball game holding a bunch of dried seaweed. <laughs> it's the very first movie promotional tie-in with Chick Fil A. It's it's a movie titled Eat More Chicken. It's an entire franchise where they just take turns finding different animals to push slaughter onto. So that they can get out of the way and let it happen to someone else. It's a, just, it's a cow receiving a baked good and then going, oh my god, thank you. I'm sorry, but what's in this? <laughs> <laughs> totally Chick- fine, it's totally fine, first... but just what's in this? <laughs> <laughs> the first Chick-fil-A movie, the, chi- the chicken, Chick-fil-A, the cow call- calling the police on Stonewall. <laughs> Hey, Dixon, this homophobia I ordered is too big. Do you want to split it? I'm not going to bring it home. <laughs> I just, I wish I felt anything about Freebirds. Yeah. I wish, I wish Freebirds ended with uh, Reggie and Jenny and Jake uh, leaving the, the time machine space pod um, eating pizza and arriving at a 2013 America where there are no white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've completely like, prevented colonialism. That really could have. That could have been something. I have nothing. I have nothing. What the fuck is this episode? <laughs> <laughs> the once great dead horse. <laughs> Felled, felled by Freebird. Dead horse versus free bird. An unstoppable force and an immovable object. I just don't have anything. Like, there's just... Uh, it's all just... Like, it's gone. You know, it's just... It's a feeling and it's a bunch of sounds a blonde man made 
when he was so tired one day and i can't make more than that um you know in the like ending montage in 2001 a space odyssey where the guy is like old and and dying and and looking at the obelisk that's like somebody just put a mic in front of that guy's face and had him say good talk you know (laughs) (laughs) why couldn't the free birds of uh traveled into that scene from 2001 a space odyssey or just into different scenes of it how hard would it be to remove reggie and jake from a couple scenes like those two you know your two favorite characters from free birds um everyone's favorite like everyone's Everyone's got like classic fave buzz and woody mike and sully um, name a more iconic duo absolutely like jay jay totally totally you want to hear something fucked up mm-hmm. something absolutely just shitty the guy so Colm Meany plays a guy who hates the turkeys um he's based on a real guy miles standish was an english military officer he was hired as military <laughs> advisor from plymouth colony in present-day massachusetts and what it doesn't have in his wikipedia article is any fact about how much he fucking hated turkey <laughs> how he was felled how he was felled at the fort by a cadre of turkeys who all had catapults <laughs> He hated them so much that he was willing to get sucked into a time vortex to try to kill Amy Polar Turkey. Listen, is is he? I hate like different like different um, regions like teach history differently. It's so fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can't trust anything. I know. I mean. The way, the way, like, critical race theory is, like, getting out of control in some of these schools. They want to have you believe that he was just bigoted against turkeys, but none of them are ever willing to report that, like, yeah, look, they had weapons, okay? <laughs> they were, they had catapults. Of course you would use dynamite on turkeys. Of course you would just light some sticks of... Did they have dynamite in 1621? Did they have cartoon, like, Acme dynamite? I kind of thought that was a 19th century invention, but... It's what they're teaching our kids, and that's why I voted for Glenn Youngkin. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know when... What if we just picked a bunch of like, re- like Republican like city council candidates in like parts of the South and just used this episode to like endorse them while like really? battle him of the Republic is playing in the background? We couldn't think of anything to say about free birds, so we just uh, <laughs> we're going back in time to get critical race theory taken off the menu. <laughs> We're going back in time to make sure that unabashedly pro-Italian movie Free Birds never hits the shelves of your local FYEs. It's always the fucking Italians. It's always the fucking Italians. God damn it. Just stop putting them in movies, god damn it. This is also a very fat phobic film. Like there yeah, was, there was what a the lot fuck? Of fat jokes that I was like, that was really fucking weird, and I, yeah. it, which makes perfect sense that it was 2013. Um, now in hindsight, but at the time I was like, what the hell? Like just straight up fatty jokes. You know, the the governor was like fat, the fat selfish glutton who kept all the food to himself while everyone else mm. was withering away, and it was just like, oh, well, this is, well, this is bad, and this is. <laughs> This is not how it works. He even made a hypothyroidism joke. It was so disappointing. Very really weird. The movie yeah. is very, very insistent about that line of jokes. And it is... It's it's the only thing in the entire movie that feels, like, the least bit toothy. And it's just, like, mean-spirited and bad. This yeah. That even seems, like, like, a little bit, like, out of step for dare i say for 2013 that is that's a weird thing to keep wedging into a movie and Mm -hmm. even fucking weirder for it to be mean-spirited about that while also having like a i'm sorry a chucky cheese promotional tie-in 
fucking yeah. excuse me about how the answer to like like swerving around genocide is cheese pizza suck my dick scott Mosier, co-writer it's... of Freebirds. yeah god fucking and and it's with that specific character the governor also i did want to shout him out i mean one because of the like weird fat phobia he's subject to in the script like you said and two dan fogler playing him is i think and and colmini is the villain and keith david i think actually try i think that those are the three actors who are like i'm going to make some choices and i'm going to try 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 to let (laughs) anything about the character influence how i say a bunch of words into this microphone Mm -hmm. like it and i don't know if that is in fact the case or if i was just so sanded down by woody harrelson and owen wilson in this movie that the second somebody said like a joke with the emphasis on even the slightest of syllables you wouldn't expect i was like oscar (laughs) yeah no i think you're right i did not they did not particularly jump out at me but I suppose I did feel a sort of like subconscious relief when Owen and <laughs> and Woody weren't on screen. So maybe that's that. Uh, they were. T- I thought they were terrible. <laughs> like, and I really like Owen Wilson. I honestly, I, I love I'm Woody. A, I, yeah, Woody Harrelson's great. I. Wh- they just, you know, <gasps> they didn't like the movie. I mean, they probably knew it was dumb too. <laughs> I'm trying to find this Slate article. That someone wrote um oh this is pretty good do you mind if i read a selection from this Please. yeah who's uh who's it by it's by it's by it might be dan qua or dan coas it's k-o-i-s um mm-hmm. but this came out on november 1st 2013 um and it's called this is this is so fucking hoity-toity this is so annoying there is no way I am taking my children to Freebirds this weekend. <laughs> okay, um, why? No, I have to know. Let me see. Who would preemptively be afraid? <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm honestly so jealous of that mindset of being able to have a thesis about Freebirds. Yeah. Of, of being able to look at it and say, here's what it means. Let me clear this up. Let me let me clear up Dan's well, Dan's concerns, you know? Let's mm-hmm. I mean, this movie could wreck Thanksgiving. <laughs> no. Stop. Hold on. No. Hold on. <laughs> I simply cannot imagine one parent in America watching the trailer for Freebirds and thinking, "Yes, that movie is for me. For I, a parent, really really want to wreck Thanksgiving." Part of me knows that even though I am not a vegetarian, there are more great reasons to be a vegetarian than there are to be a meat eater. That is to say, I wish I was vegetarian, but I lack the self-discipline. It's certainly better for you, and it solves the ethical dilemmas that eating meat poses. If my child chose to be, etc. There's another darker part of me that can only think of how much I do not want Thanksgiving to culminate in my children's realization that I am serving them the hero of the movie they just watched. A movie that is about the hero's quest to stop his species from being killed and eaten by humans. Nor do I want Thanksgiving dinner to be a litany of tears as my children watch their parents slice up lovable Reggie, voice of Owen Wilson, with an electric carving knife, place his flesh upon a platter and devour it with gravy and stuffing. Chicken Run neatly sidesteps the issue of chicken eating, implying that it's simply these adorable British chickens full of pluck who deserve to be spared. That's not what? true. D- what? That's no. not that movie. Freebirds offers no such loophole, I fear. It is literally about two turkeys trying oh, to avoid fear. a future turkey holocaust at the hands of humans. God. That... I'm going to become the Joker. That is not... That's not what you can say and tell everyone about. Imagine the world that this writer imagined the week before Freebird came out and Freebirds had an absolutely seismic uh, impact on the world in general. <laughs> I can't and believe he, it did he alone, much like in the film Freebirds, in, in a little <laughs> hollow under a big tree, um, covering... <laughs> 
covering his children's ears every time they hear the footsteps of people above being like, where are they with that turkey? We're all eating leaves now. <laughs> We're all eating Chuck E. Cheese's cheese pizza. Can I, can I read you the final paragraph of this? Please. Please. Edit that however you need to. Not all of it was, was useful, but there's, there's some real... There, there's some some diamond whining in in this in this slate piece. Now, Freebirds, a film that certainly wants your money, may well finesse the issue in some clever, canny way. Early v- reviews suggest the film comes down on the side of ordering from restaurants, especially from Chuck E. Cheese for Thanksgiving. Which, come on, but I am out. Forget it, Hollywood. Make a children's movie extolling vegetarianism in May featuring cows, or in August packed with a cast of adorable Pacific salmon. Heck, make Chicken Run 2 attack on Tweety's farm. But don't blow up our Thanksgiving. It's complicated enough as it is. This... Forget it, Hollywood! <laughs> Forget it! <laughs> Forget it, Hollywood! Stop complicating my Thanksgiving. But just first things first, imagine this movie provoking any reaction out of you like anything at all but second of all imagine like a a movie that does not have a message that that has like the most (laughs) wishy-washy imaginable like gestures in the direction of like hey you know most turkeys are like stupid fucking assholes but like a couple of them are like stupid assholes in a way that's like you um and they maybe don't want to be eaten. Again, we can't emphasize this enough. Most of them are stupid assholes. Reggie does not have solidarity with them. Um, Reggie's a class traitor. Reggie's really a is. fucking grifter, dude. He's no comrade. He literally <laughs> like goes into the future, and his big epiphany is, I'm an idiot. I'm also the great turkey. I would have been so happy back there with my girlfriend and my new friends. It wasn't like I was meant to change, like, everything for turkey kind it was just like nah let's localize this let's localize this message to just me (laughs) the green (laughs) the glenn greenwaldification of the great turkey (laughs) (laughs) reggie makes so much money on substack right now oh my god reggie reggie having a a a very very big public disowning of of chelsea manning (laughs) jesus christ i i just I can't imagine this provoking a fucking reaction out of out of anyone. What I are we doing here? I think that was here? probably on purpose. I don't think that they could get away with like a true animal rights film. Mm. If I really think about it, this was probably purposefully wishy-washy, purposefully so silly they saved Thanksgiving with cheese pizza because that makes it silly enough to show your children so that they won't be asking hard questions, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, honestly, this guy's a fucking idiot. They made this movie for fucking idiots like him so that they could show it to their children and and their children would not think twice about it. A child told me about this movie and they do eat turkey. So, it's, you know... And and like and he brings up Chicken Run, which is, I think, pretty explicitly like about how, you know, sad and cruel the stuff we do to animals is and, you know, hammers that point home at all poss- in, in all possible ways. And, you know, so many kids watched that movie and th- they didn't eat- stop eating chicken. Like, what the fuck media literacy do you think your yeah. children are capable? Are, you, are, your, are your children, like, super tasters but for cinema? Are you showing them enter the void? Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? And even still, like... More importantly, even if a seed is planted, some kind of, like, radical vegan seed is planted in your child's mind, you can squash that quite easily if you really want to as a parent. You control what they do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, And also, if that happens, good. Yeah. Like, sorry. That's exactly my point. Is also, like, you said yourself, that would be good, and I know it's better. So, honestly, fuck off. I did enjoy in this film... (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed the, I liked um, Jake's backstory of the factory farm. I thought that was actually kind of well done. Of was, like, was that when you cried? No, actually. Thank you for reminding me. Um, I liked that. I liked that moment of him like letting his flock down because he couldn't bring all the eggs. And then that linked it to the future where he did save the Plymouth 
the Plymouth mm-hmm. Flocks eggs. But I think that they did like a very, you know, two-dimensional job on the factory farming, which is just right for this kind of movie. But I thought that it was mm-hmm. good that they included it at all because I was like, yeah. that's what this story is sort of about. So that's good. Um, no, I of course died when the tur- the 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 chief turkey who i had absolutely no connection to did not give a fuck about barely knew that who that character was before this moment um so, <laughs> was holding up <laughs> was holding <laughs> was holding up the rebel and and then he took a big long pause and then his deepest deepest most guttural place said i'll always be with you and when i say i cried i had that like choke up feeling because i always cry mm-hmm. when there's a sacrificial father scene um but mm-hmm. i'm i actually was like laughing that i even had that so <laughs> i think it's 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 a lie to say i cried but it, it, i could have if i if i wanted to <laughs> i was so close and i said that would be that would be so charitable of me to to shed a tear so i think you know it was somewhere in the middle i could cry I if was, i wanted I was, to yeah i could, cry, I could <laughs> fucking cry right now yeah i party. literally am allowed i'm allowed to do whatever i want it's a free <laughs> fucking country when when i have to cry on stage i think of that scene in Freebird. uh <laughs> 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 i was i was fully on my phone during that scene I remember him saying, like, I'll always, and then being like, oh, I'm being a bad podcaster, and then looking in, and then it was like, oh, I guess he's dead. I I took... Jenny didn't I even didn't... care. Jenny did not give a shit that her father died. She was just like, damn, I'm the chief now, huh? <laughs> I oh, was, a shame he I... died. Be a shame if someone had to become the chief. <laughs> oh, boy. I... And the, the okay, there is a, a funeral scene in this, which I was cackling Wait, which so part? hard at when they like they're uh when when they're um like they're looking at the pile of of the turkey chief's feathers and they all start um oh like fuck their oh rings. my god I literally forgot about this hang on I um. <laughs> I, I filmed I filmed myself watching this and I just want everybody to to listen to it. <laughs> Jimmy Hayward directing that scene being like, Yeah, this is like the Lion King, basically. This is uh this is fucking moving, dude. You guys have to know that in <laughs> in this scene, the chief dies in the I don't know, tree root headdress he wears. They set down solemnly in the middle and they each pluck a turkey feather, and then his son slowly starts moving his wings in a circular motion and jenny does too and it's erratic and i'm confused and then all of the flock begins to do it in a circle until the feathers begin to blow away up the tree trunk hole and into the wind like as though it was a ceremony that they always do and it was the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen in my life i love thanksgiving it's my favorite holiday oh yeah that is genuinely surprising to me. Yeah, I love it. And I think it's good. I'm, um, without going too far into it, for whatever reason, my Christmases historically have always been very sad and a little traumatic. And Thanksgiving mm. sort of was the one that was felt a little more stable, a little more fun. So mm. I have a really good association with it. No expectations, no buying gifts, just cooking food, hanging out. A oh, day yeah. where my family you like kind of does just get along. Um mm-hmm. So I personally love Thanksgiving. I uh, am, as I've probably hinted at and or said, I am vegan. So I usually cook my own little thing on the side. And I don't know. I just really enjoy cooking and hanging out. So I like it. And um, I know it's a really tough time for a lot of people. And I think I'm just lucky that that's not my tough time yeah i was really hoping for this movie to just sort of like make me more excited for what's to come this week but and it, it really just felt yeah and it did and i feel kind of fucking stoked to get down yeah. there <laughs> God. and i'm sorry to turn 
after you talked about like the lovely experience you're going to have with your family and then turning it back around to the film free birds but like that's <laughs> Like, even if you're trying to, in your $50 million CGI movie, sell the most, like, commercialized, like, Hallmark-ass, uh, lily-white lily version of what Thanksgiving means to people, like, how do you not even attempt to create some sense of warmth? Because, yes. you know, whether true or not, that is often the idea about Thanksgiving that is being sold to us. And I don't know how they couldn't even manage that. Any kind of a manufactured, like, love, we love family. Family. Good to see family. No like, family vibes in this one. So I, I am in, in an extremely privileged position family-wise. We all we all get along. And, um, you know, if there are... Uh, uh, we we all get along. Um, it's it's usually pretty lovely. But I I will say that I never really fully fucked with Thanksgiving until I could drink, um, which really like I I don't know just something about and again extraordinarily privileged in my relationships with my family. But something about just getting absolutely fucking day drunk like with uh, someone you shared a womb with and um, the bearer of that womb and uh, your papa. Sorry, relating everything to a womb. That was very J.K. Rowling of me. Sorry. Um, but uh, like I don't know, something about that is really just like I don't know, liberating and and, and doing like um kind of a, a a lurid you know party atmosphere thing with with uh, people who you're familiar you are familiarly close with um, has. Uh, meant a lot to me in the past few years. I can only imagine the emotionally cozy vibes of a Cashwell Thanksgiving. Oh, I, I can your family are is, made of. It's... Oh yeah. Your family is so wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Truly. I don't think I've ever met your brother, but um I've I've met your parents and they're they're just darling. Unless they're listening to this episode, in which case I can't stand them. Yeah. Ian is very, very similar to me, just much more like laid back and um, and and chill. Intriguing. Mm. Um, he's not. He's like remove all of the theater kid from me, <laughs> and you get my brother. My family and I are on weird terms. I love yams. Mm. I think I would give free birds an <laughs> eight out of. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, I. I'm in I'm in a funky position with my family. Um, I have a lot of love for every single member of them, but the older I've gotten, the more I've kind of found that um, the best way to keep the relationships that I really do want to preserve is to make sure that there is some space there. Totally. Um, I you know I don't I, at this day of recording I don't have people that I have like cut off. Because I don't know that in the end that would actually end up being good for me. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's funky the way sometimes you try to manage space because you love someone. And I and I've I've had some really cool Thanksgivings with with all of them. I really have. When my when my sister went vegan in high school, it, it took a second, but I eventually started like learning how to cook vegan things that she could then eat that I could take some ownership of now that I'm older, you know, I'm, I'm doing a new thing for Thanksgiving kind of every year. It seems like there've, there've been a lot of friends givings, but, um, a lot of them have really surprised me and disarmed me. I love cooking. It's good for my brain. I love mm -hmm. feeding people, especially that's something that is really, really close to me. Um, it's, it is one of the funnest and most like nourishing, ways that you can possibly show off for a guest um but especially these last couple of years that i've lived in atlanta i don't know that i've i've gone home for a thanksgiving but every time i've done something down here it's been really special there's uh there's a really big volunteer community down here so if you're about doing like a day of service you can get linked up with a group like hosea helps the hungry and work at like uh like a shelter or a kitchen that morning or um put together boxes of like canned foods and make sure that those get to like houses where maybe someone's really old and they have mobility issues and they can't get out to a grocery store hey 
here's a free turkey and a bunch of canned goods of everything that you could want. There are a fucking ton of churches, um, at least here in Georgia, um, but probably all over the country that do stuff like that. And if you go to one of them, the people who are there um, will make you feel like you've fucking known them your whole lives. And whether or not you see them again, you get this extremely special little moment like that. And that feels connected to... Like, now I've had Thanksgivings where I remember the year that I worked on the Abrams campaign. Um, one of the, the co-field organizer invited me to come with her to her friend's giving. Um, and it was just all these, like, cool, sophisticated, older, midtown Atlanta gay folks. I had the best Thanksgiving food I've ever had in my fucking life. I got to chop it up at a dinner table with a bunch of really lovely people. I haven't seen any of them again since then. Um, but uh, at its at its best, um, because we live in America and holidays are forced on us, but the way holidays work is we come up with all new meanings for them. Um, if, if Christmas means you go to Waffle House, smoke cigarettes, and then go see a movie with like your dumbest friend, then whatever, that's what Christmas is now. Um, and similarly, Thanksgiving has has been this thing that is just a celebration about how you can you can locate or find family wherever you go. You just have to know where to look and spice your fucking sweet potatoes. Come on, get some get some goddamn allspice in there. Get some chili oh, yeah. powder. Get some cumin. Get some cinnamon. We're talking we're talking brown sugar. We're talking sriracha garlic chili paste. We're talking. That's not going on there. That's going on the Brussels sprouts. Right. Y'all, it's 9.37 p.m. I'm, I'm, I'm bearing my soul and uh, thinking about that wonderful film, Free Birds. Um, and it's, it, is it disappointing that my favorite writer, my fucking favorite writer, Dan Qua, um, <laughs> didn't get out of it what I did? Is that disappointing? <laughs> that he didn't give screenwriter Scott Mosier a chance when when he bared his soul with the movie Free Birds, which is also, you know, a celebration of found family um, and an examination of the ways that colonialism has sunk its hooks into every aspect of life on this continent, whether you elected into it or not, whether you opted into it or not, you That's didn't... Please stop that's, me. That's Please not stop. what it's about. <laughs> it doesn't no, cover that part. <laughs> I think it's about, I think it's kind of about how, um, you know, the, the tendrils of kind of white supremacy. I mean, they reach, they reach far and they reach deep. Um, they're, they're embedded into every facet of life in this country. Um, there is, there is no touching anything that isn't covered in blood, in centuries of blood. But also... You can't touch anything in this country that's not covered in centuries of plot. <laughs> but it's also about how hey, you ever you ever ordered pizza? Pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Have you ever have you ever read Christopher Columbus's actual writings? Have you ever read his his field reporting? Um, on what he thought of indigenous populations when, when he met them. They're chilling. They're fucking chilling. But hey. Oh, that's what you... You ever, okay. gotten, you ever gotten pizza delivered? Pretty good. When you said they're chilling, I was like, I bet that's not what... <laughs> Yo, Christopher Columbus just is chilling, vibing. dude. He's chilling hard, dude. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Love this episode. Uh, it's a perfect, it's everything is perfect and art is easy to make and I'm good at doing it. <laughs> I could totally do it better than these guys who like lost a lot of time away from their families to mm -hmm. make fucking free birds. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Hey, Jimmy Hayward, uh, hope free birds is great because you missed your son's baseball game. Hope Freebirds fucking rocks, dude. I'm so, I'm so, I'm sorry, little Jimmy, but I promise, Freebirds is gonna change the world. Todd Hayward. Tears streaming down his face as he reads that article that Daniel wrote. It's not gonna change the world. 
<laughs> he's like, what? You mean this movie isn't going to turn everyone vegan? I don't understand. <laughs> I thought it worked really hard. <laughs> hey, listen. You know, we may have we may have had our like our misgivings about it. We may have nitpicked. And we I don't have, trust you, know, you anymore. What the fuck are <laughs> you? I don't trust jokes. you anymore. <laughs> but um, you know, we've 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 kind of had a running bit on this episode. But uh, the secret is that Freebirds is like Freebirds is like a ten out of ten. It's like it like it's a great you know how every movie has someone who loves it? Every movie is someone's favorite movie. I turned off Freebirds and I was like, Wow, that was fucking great. When when pictures move, you know, cinema in some ways is kind of it's more like music you can't than it is do theater two of them. or a novel. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's a prog- Kubrick said it's kind of a progression of moods and feelings, you know. And- as he said this as he was being handed a clump of Shelley Duvall's hair. <laughs> Dead Horses, Becky, Dixon, and PJ. You can find us on Instagram at Dead Horse Podcast. Our cover art is by Max Huffman. Go to maxhuffman.com, I'm pretty sure, and check out his new book, uh, Cover Not Final, Crime Funnies. Um, usually I did do the music, but this time I used a song from Fall Out Boy. Did you know that Fall Out Boy is a reference <clears throat> to The Simpsons? Uh, did you know that they, uh, in that one scene in Django Unchained, that's Leonardo DiCaprio's real blood? Uh, thank you. 